Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Come on, come on, Lord. No, don't start that today. My God. Come on, come on, come on. Oh, my goodness. We're not doing this. No delays. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Good morning. Come on, Instagram. In the name of Jesus. There we go. Ah. Y'all just keep coming in, come in. Come in, come in, come in. Y'all worship the Lord with me. Got a little bit of an issue, but we're going to work that out this morning. Hey, y'all. Thank you, Lord. We do not let issues stop us. We bless the Lord. Come on, y'all bless the Lord with me. We do not let issues stop us this morning. My God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We are not moved by what we see. Come on, y'all. Come on and bless the Lord with me. We are not moved by what we see. Woo! I see y'all sharing. Good morning, Kim Arnold. Kim, Kim Yarley. This week. This week. This week. We got to make it. We got to be intentional. Y'all know I got my fun shirt on today. I love this shirt. Let's go. Let's go. Come on, y'all. Bring it on in. We coming Instagram. Come worship the Lord with me. Come worship the Lord with me. My God, come worship the Lord with me. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Come worship the Lord with me. Come worship the Lord with me. Woo! Come on, y'all. Come on. Come on in the room. Come on in the house. Come on in the temple. Come worship the Lord with me. There we go. Come on. Come worship the Lord. Instagram. Be Jesus. Be Jesus. Hey, DeShannon. Hey, you. There we go. Oh, my gosh. was not trying to let us connect to Instagram this morning, but we are here and we are connected. Come on now. Good morning. Come on, San Antonio, Texas. My goodness. Come on, Lawton, Oklahoma. Come on, Edie. Good morning, Little Rock, Arkansas. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Come and worship the Lord with me. My God. My God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I had to get this post out on praying for your husband. So I was trying to get that posted and put up, right? Because we don't want to leave any area of our lives uncovered. We live way, leave way too much to chance. Woo! When the power of God and the power of prayer is evident everywhere we go. So we don't want to leave anything to chance. We're not going to just leave our marriages in shambles. We're not going to leave our marriages that to come in shambles. No, we're going to direct our prayers. We go towards marriage. We're going to cover marriage in prayer. We're going to cover our sisters. We're going to cover our husbands in prayer. And I didn't write, write that. That's just something that I think I've been praying for almost four years now, three or four years now off and on more intensely lately. So even if you are single, guess what? You get to start praying now. My God, you don't have to wait until your marriage happens for you to pray for your spouse. You can start praying for your spouse now. You can start putting um, your spouse before the Lord. The Lord already knows what's going to happen and who your spouse is. And so imagine you set your affection on things above. My God, imagine you make a decision. You know what? I'm I'm not getting ready to have any kind of marriage. I'm going to have a godly marriage. I'm going to have a marriage that honors God. I'm going to be in a relationship in which God can get his glory. I don't want to be a divorce statistic or anything else. No, I want to be in a relationship where God can get his glory. Oh my God. I want to be in a marriage in which God can get his glory. I want to 
Um, being a marriage where people look at my marriage and stand and see the salvation of the Lord. My God. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. I want to be in a marriage where people can stand and see the salvation in the, of the Lord, right? Where people are like, oh my God, God is all up in that. Where people are like, oh my gosh, there's Jesus. This is what it's like to be in a marriage. Come on, y'all. Where God, where, where we stand and see the salvation of the Lord. Some of us never even thought to pray that prayer. Lord, let me be in a marriage in which we stand and see your salvation. Oh my God. Where we experience the more of you. My God. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Your marriage ain't, I don't know why I'm on this this morning, but hopefully somebody is going to get liberated and free. Your marriage doesn't have to be boring and subject to this world and subject to this things of this world and you just sitting around and your marriage listless and ain't no fire in your marriage absolutely not your marriage can stand and see the salvation of the lord your marriage can be a evidence of god's goodness my god your marriage can be an evidence of godliness but can i tell you something this is not the part this is not on the part of one person that takes three that takes you the father come on now your spouse there's got to be a a triune to your marriage god has to be in the center of your marriage Lord, you've got to allow God's will to be done in your marriage because often our marriages replicate what we've been through, like what we've experienced, the culture that we've come from. And guess what? Y'all know what? We culture change agents. We change culture. We do different things differently. Come on now. We And as women of God, we can't assume we do everything right. Come on now. As the women of God, we can't just be like, I want a good man, but we don't focus or we don't allow the Lord to develop us into being a good woman or a godly wife. Ooh, that's a word. Lord, make me into a godly wife. Come on now. Make me into a wife that honors you. Transform the my thought process towards what marriage should be. Do not let me be self-centered. My God, do not let me be selfish. My God, do not let me think that my husband is supposed to be my God. Ooh, ooh. Do not let me put false expectations on my spouse or my future spouse. My God, do not let me make him my God. My God, Te teach my temperament. My God, to be what you have ordained. My God, for a wife, my God, that is pleasing to you. Come on now. Lord, turn me. My God, revamp my thinking. Woo! My God. If you start praying like that, fellas, I ain't leaving y'all out today. I just feel the anointing. If you start praying like that, asking the Lord to transforming, asking him to align your thoughts, superimpose my will for marriage, Father God, over your own, my God. Don't let me assume nothing because realistically, sometimes we assume. Sometimes we assume we in position. Sometimes we assume we right and we don't even be in position and be right. We so far out on left field. We, in, we caught up in some fantasy. Come on now. We're not listening and being sensitive to the voice of the Lord. We act like our mama them because that's all we know. My God, that's all we've experienced. But the Holy Spirit can transform our marriage into something greater than anything that we ever imagined. And our marriage can be, my God, for the glory of God. Lord, give us marriages. Come on, y'all, that are for the glory of God. Come on now. Give us marriages that are for the glory of God. Lord, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done in our marriages. My God, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done in our singleness. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done in our lives. Let your kingdom come and your will be done in our parenting. My God, thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. Transform us into the image of Christ so that our spouses will know. Come on, y'all. 
Come on now, so that our spouses will know, my God, that you are God, my God. Especially for some of you who have married people who are not like that saved. Y'all know what I'm saying. Lord, transform me into the image of Christ, my God, so that my spouse knows, my God, that you are so real. That's what the scripture says. That's how you're going to win them over. You're going to win them over because of your lovingness. You're going to win them over because of your kindness. You're going to win him over, my God, because he's going to feel the goodness of God, my God, oozing from you, my God. Lord, make me more like Christ. Woo! That's some power in that. Lord, make me more like Christ, my God, so that everyone who encounters my God, you will be overwhelmed by your goodness. Make me more like Christ. My God. Let my, yeah, come on now. That's got to be your declaration. My God. That's got to be your declaration. Let them see Jesus. Let them experience Jesus in me. My God. Do not let me assume absolutely anything. Can I tell you, for those of you who are married, that you begin, if you begin to pray like that, what God will begin to do for it, he'll begin to awaken something in you. Your spirit will come alive and say, that's it. That's the power that I've needed to be connected to, right? We not, not this world standard of marriage, not this world standard of what a wife is so supposed to be. Come on now. The, the biblical standard for marriage, my God, the biblical standard, standard for kingdom. Lord God, open our eyes so that we may see anything that is not pleasing in your sight. That is so powerful let us my god let open our eyes and let us see anything that is not pleasing in your sight my god father god we thank you father god we bless you father god we praise you father god we magnify you i remember um just two occasions when i was having some conversations with my husband um before we was making transitions and just as god was growing me into more of a godly wife um i was talking to him one day and i asked him i said how can i be better for you like i had never thought to ask him that how can i be better for you let me not assume that i'm all that because that's pride how can i be better to you how can i add to the value of your life right can i tell you he started telling me some simple things like baby could you have breakfast when i wake up <laughs> like Baby, could you could you have breakfast? Could you have breakfast for me when I wake up? I assumed I was being the best of version. And the things that he was asking me for, they were not big things at all. They were little things, things that I probably would not have thought to pay attention to detail. My God, things that I probably would have thought were not significant to me. Ooh, that's it. They were not significant to me. So I would not have thought they were significant to them. How selfish can we be sometimes? How selfish can we be sometimes? So the more that I begin to want to honor God, because love is an action word. Don't let the enemy have you confused out here thinking love is not an action word. Love is an action word. Somebody say that this morning. Love is an action word. Love is an action word. Love is seen in action. My God. Jesus' love is an active. It's active. So if love is an action word, it has to be demonstrated in action. Come on, y'all. And so I needed to, there were some things that I had to act upon, not to compromise myself on, but just to see what his needs were. And it's so fun. And then let me give you one more. I remember one time, whoa, I told y'all I ain't always been that good. We had got into an argument or a fight and he came to me and he said, I figured something out. I said, yeah. He said, as long as I would try to fight back right like he said as long as i would try to fight back he's like 
you will just come in deeper and stronger with a vengeance. There is just a fight in you. And at that point in my life, there was just a fight in me. And he said, you would come in. So if I would try to argue with you or fight back, it would just, it was like you were relentless. You were not going to give up on this fight. And I was like, ooh. He said, but I noticed something. Ooh, my God. Put that in your notes. I got to start noticing. Come on, y'all. Let's be real. Let's heal our relationships this, this morning. This isn't just about marriage. This is about who we are in Christ. Let's get healed this morning. Let's get healed so our relationships can reflect Christ. My God. He said, as long, he said, I, he said, there was just something in you. It was a spirit, an agitator. I don't know what it was at that season of my life. He said, but it seemed like if I fought back, the more aggressive you became. Come on now. He said, and so I just started learning to get quiet. Oh my God. He said, I just started learning to get quiet. And he said, the more quiet I became, come on y'all. He said, the more quiet I became, the more that I noticed how God would work out your heart. He said, I just started getting quiet. He said, and yeah, I promise. He said, and, um, he said, it didn't take but like 15 minutes. He said, and then you would be right back before me apologizing. He said, as long as I tried to fight you in my flesh. Come on, y'all. Let's be real. I'm giving you my testimony. He said, as long as I tried to fight you in my flesh, Lakeisha, it would yield a fleshly response. Come on, y'all. He said, but the more I dealt with you in the spirit. My God, my, 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 come on, y'all. He said, my, 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 he said, the more that I dealt with you in the spirit, my God, he said, it would bring life to our marriage. Come on now. This is a word for somebody this morning. This is a word for somebody this morning. He said, the more that I, I dealt with you in the spirit, come on, y'all. My God, the more that I dealt with you, the more that I let love be the center. Come on, y'all. The more that I chose not to fight back, the more that I chose not to partake of God, of fleshly things. He said, the more God will begin to deal with your heart. Come on, Holy Spirit. My God, you know I'm going to give you some scripture to back this up. You know I'm going to give you some scripture to back this up. Romans 8, 2. For the law of the spirit of life. Come on, y'all. The spirit of life. Come on now. In the spirit is life. My God. In the spirit is life. He said, for the law of the spirit of life, which is in Christ Jesus this is our new being. Remember, we learned if we're going to be imitators of Christ, we got to first recognize we walk in a new, new. Well, in our new being, in our new ways of thinking, in our new ways of handling things. My God, for the lost spirit and life in Christ Jesus, in our new being. My God, say, so I... I need you to say that this morning, decree and declare this. I cannot afford to handle relationships in my old ways. Come on, y'all. My God, I cannot afford to handle not just your marriage, your children, your boss at work. Come on now. Not just, he said, I, I cannot afford to handle my relationships in all ways. He says, for the law of spirit of life, which is in Christ Jesus, the law of our new being. See, in Christ, there's new laws. Woo! Come on, y'all. In Christ, let me get a sip. In Christ, there's new laws. In Christ, there's new rules. And see, in our soulish realm, our mind, our will, our emotions, those things, in our soulish realm, right? We had our set of rules. We had what we call a deep-seated belief system. These were the things that we kind of operated according. These were the things that we put in place to protect ourselves. Ooh, this is good to me this morning. These were the ways that we handled our relationships and our businesses so we wouldn't so we could we wouldn't get hurt. Come on now. So um, this is these are the the unwritten unspoken rules. These are our absolutes, right? Well, in Christ Jesus, in the law of our new being, we're set free from the law of sin and death. Say that this morning. I'm free from the old me. Woo! Come on, Holy Spirit. I'm free 
Say that this morning. You got to speak that boat. You got to start speaking out your mouth. You got to start talking to your old nature so that your my God, because it's dead. You got to build up your new man. Romans 12 and 2 says, come on and get in here and renew your mind so you don't think, act like this world, right? It says, no. So I got new. I'm free from the old me. Woo! As a matter of fact, the, the old me is dead. <laughs> As a matter of fact, the old me is dead. One of my friends had given me a, a nickname when I was kind of out there in the world. And me and my girl were talking about it. I said, she don't even live no more, right? She doesn't even live anymore. She doesn't even exist anymore. My God, she doesn't even exist. He said, so for, for what the law could not do, right? The law, those rules, those things that I put in place, those governances that I, oh, this is how I'm going to handle my relationships, the the broken hearts, I'm not going to let anybody get but this close for me, the the parameters of love that we've operated in, um, I got to protect me, I got to save me, I got to do me, you know, all those little unwritten things we wrote. He says, for what the law could not do, that is overcome sin and remove its penalty and its power, right? What the law couldn't overdo, <laughs> what the law couldn't do, come on, y'all. This is what's getting ready to transform your relationships. This is what's getting ready to renew your mind this morning. What the law couldn't do. <laughs> what the law, what the law couldn't do. Yes, yeah, Sharita, oh, you is gone. You are, you free from the old me. The old me is dead. The old me don't. As a matter of fact, you might, I, I dropped something one time about a memorial stone. You might need to build you a memorial stone and say, here lies the old me. Oh my God, here lies the old me. She does not exist any longer. This is the only, because God, the minute we accepted Jesus Christ, come on now, he started giving us a new, a new nature. We can't, come on y'all, we got a new nature. He says, so for what the law could not do, that is overcome sin and remove its penalty, its power. Come on, y'all. This is so powerful this morning. Overcome sin, remove its power, being weakened by the flesh. This is man's nature without the Holy Spirit. This is man's nature without the Holy Spirit. See, when you accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, guess what you got? You got the Holy Spirit, baby. Come on now. You got the comforter. You got the advocator. You got the teacher. My God, you got your strength. You got your help. It ain't just you doing this thing. You got the Holy Spirit. It says, our weakened flesh, right? Without the Holy Spirit. He said, God did. Somebody say, God did. Woo! my God. I'm putting that in my own notes today. God did. Come on now. Say that this morning. God did. See, when God does something, oh my God. When God does something, come on, baby. When God does something, my God, he is transformed. It says, when God did, it says, God did without the Holy Spirit. It says, so for what the law could not do is overcome sin, remove its penalty and power. So for what the law could not do, God did. Woo! That For what the law could not do, my God, thank you for Jesus. For what our little rules couldn't do, come on now. For all the little stuff that we've made up to protect ourselves, all the other things that have happened because of the things that have happened in our life. For what the law could not do. For what my flesh could not do. It says here, God did. He said, his son in the likeness of a sinful man as an offering for sin. And he condemned sin in the flesh, subdued it, and overcame it in the person of his own son. So that righteous and just requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us. My God. Love needs to be fulfilled in us. Right, John 10, 10. Jesus is clear. He bought, he said, look, they, that's not me that's come to destroy your marriage. Ooh, I'm paraphrasing. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Uh, he said, that's not me that's come to destroy your marriage. That's not me that's come to disrupt your household. That's not me that's trying to destroy your family. That's not me that's been coming for, let's be very, very clear. That's not me that's been coming for your bloodline. That's not me. That is not me. That is not from me. That is not from me. He said, the thief, ooh, 
my God. We calling Satan out this morning. Satan, the Lord rebukes you. He said, the thief, I'm not coming in to destroy it. I'm not coming in to hinder it. I'm not coming in to kill it. He said, no. He said, the thief. Woo, Jesus. He said, the thief. We see you, thief. We see you, devil. We see you, strife. We see you, contentions. We see you, dissension. We see you, lewdness. We see you, crudeness. We see you, sexual immorality. We see you. We see you. We recognize you this morning. We understand. He said, the thief. He said, that ain't me. That ain't me. He said, the thief. He said, he said the thief. He said, I didn't come in. Come on now, to hinder it. I didn't come in to destroy it. I didn't come in to attack it. My God. He said, as a matter of fact, woo, I feel Jesus. Come on, y'all. As a matter of fact, I feel Jesus. He said, I came, my God. I came, my God. And that just isn't in heaven. He said, I came, my God. You're supposed to be experiencing heaven on earth. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. My God, if I were you, I would decree and declare in the name of Jesus. My God, heaven come into my marriage. <laughs> heaven come into my marriage. Heaven come into my family. Heaven come into my children. Because God already did this. Come on, y'all. We got to fight from a place of victory. God has already did this. He already subdued. He already come, overcame. My God. He said, so... But be fulfilled in us who do not live our lives in the way of the flesh. For those of us who do not live our lives in the way of the flesh, guided by worldliness, guided by our sinful nature. But those of us that live our lives in the way of the spirit, guided by his power. So when my husband was like, as long as I fight you in my flesh, come on now. As long as I argue with you in my flesh. What he was really saying is, it just continues to bring death to the situation. Ooh! He said, it just continues to bring death to the situation. So what he had got revelation of was Romans 8 and 5. For those who are living according to the flesh, set their minds on things of the flesh. Ooh! My God, come on, y'all. We didn't talked about this before. I'll set, when I'm, when I'm fleshly in my nature, when I'm mad, when I'm upset, when I'm trying to vindicate myself, even though the Lord and the word says, vengeance is mine, said the Lord, recompense no evil for evil. Psalms 37, fret not thyself unto evildoers, neither be jealous of the workers of iniquities. When I, my God, when my flesh, he said, when my flesh, he said, those that set their flesh, set their minds on the things of the flesh, which gratify the body. Woo! It's only going to feel like I won. My God. When I'm arguing, when I'm in strife, when I'm frustrated, when I'm nagging, when I'm cussing you out, when I'm being mean to you, it's only going to feel in my flesh like I'm winning. Y'all, come on, Holy Spirit. It's only going to feel. We learn how to be imitators, right? It's only going to feel good in my flesh. It's only going to seem like I'm winning. Ooh. It's only going to seem like I got power. It's only going to seem like it's placing a victory. But that's to my flesh. My God. That's to my flesh. It says, for those who are living according to the flesh, set their minds on the things of the flesh, which gratify the body. You need to put that in your notes this morning. Anytime I set my mind on the things of the flesh, I'm gratifying my body. Ain't nothing spiritual in that. My God, but those, my God, but those who live according to the spirit, you need to put that on, you need to put your nose, I live according to the spirit, my God, Holy Spirit, I feel you today, I live according to the spirit, those that set their minds on the thing of the spirit, set their minds, come back to what we were saying in the beginning, set their minds on his will and his purpose, those that do according to the spirit, y'all come on now, set their minds, my God, on his will 
and his purpose. That's why he said, think on things that appear lovely and good report. That's why he said, pulling, pulling down wicked imaginations, strongholds, anything that exalts itself against the knowledge and the word of God, right? He said, because he knows if we think on such things and they're not pure, lovely, and of good report, we're not going to be acting according to his will and according to his purpose. I feel divine impartation in this place today. I feel the power of the Holy Spirit in this place today, right? Now, now the mind of the flesh, come on now, the mind of the flesh, you got to begin to talk to your flesh. You got to build your spirit man up. It says, now the mind of the flesh, come on now, is death. Woo! Put that in your notes. Don't soup, don't, don't soup it up. Don't girl, don't make it cute. God, God don't make it cute this morning. No, the mind of the flesh is death. Period. The mind of the flesh. Come on now. The mind of the flesh is death. Period. It ain't no, it ain't no bend, no twist. It ain't no, well, you know, the Lord gave us five senses. I, I used to live by that. You know, the Lord gave us five senses. The Lord didn't make me no fool. He make me no fool. That's how I used to talk. The Lord gave me five senses, right? Well, what if your senses off? What if these are not your spiritual senses? What if your fleshly senses are interfering with your spiritual senses? Come on now. My God. He says, now the mind of the flesh is death, both now and forever. And here is why. You're going to shut. Come on. You're going you're gonna to shut this thing down, Holy Spirit. Let me get this to you. How are you showing it to me? Come on now. Oh, my God. He says, but the now the mind of the flesh is death both now and forever. Here is why the mind of the flesh is death both now and forever. Because the mind of the flesh pursues sin. Oh, 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 oh Jesus. My God. So let me skip over to Galatians 5 real quick. It says it was for the freedom that Christ set us free, completely liberating us. Therefore, keep standing firm and do not be subject again to the yoke of slavery, which you were once removed. Notice it is I, Paul, who tells you that if you receive circumcision as a supposed requirement of salvation, Christ will be no benefit of you for you will lack the faith in Christ that is necessary for salvation. Say, I got to have the faith of Christ in this. If I can do it all on my own, come on now. My God, I got to have the faith of Christ in this. I got to have the faith of Christ in my marriage. I got to have the faith. I got to have the faith. Come on, y'all say it. I got to have the faith of Christ in this. I got to have the faith of Christ for my purpose. I got to have the faith of Christ for the places that God. I cannot go into these things without the faith of Christ. I must have the faith of Christ. It's necessary for my salvation. It's necessary for my marriage. It's necessary for me to raise my children. I got to have the faith of, come on y'all, that's the power on this. I got to have the faith in Christ in this for it's necessary. It says, once more, I solemnly affirm to every man who receives circumcision as a supposed requirement for salvation that he is under obligation and required to keep the whole law. We're going to skip down, right? It says, for we not relying on the law, but through the strength and power of the Holy Spirit. You got to put that in your notes today. I'm not going to rely on the law. I'm not going to rely on my laws. I'm not going to rely on my rules for relationships. Come on, y'all. We getting healed today. We getting delivered today. We getting set free today. We getting transformed into the image of Christ. We about to imitate our father in the relationships. Do you know what it's going to be like when all of us are conduits for Christ in our house, in our city, in our state, in our neighborhood? We about to imitate the Father. He says, for we not relying on the law, but through the strength and the power of the Holy Spirit. My God, I am relying on the strength and the power of the Holy Spirit in my relationships. For everything I'm connected to. I am not going to rely on my flesh 
any longer. He says, for, for those relying on the strength and the power of the Holy Spirit by faith, we are waiting confidently for the hope of righteousness. We're waiting on Jesus to, come on, Holy Spirit, speak to us this morning. Do you know he can teach you how to apply the word to anything? He said, we're going to wait confidently on the hope of righteousness. We're going to wait confidently on Jesus. We're going to wait confidently on God to finish this thing. My God, God is going to teach us how to live in healthy earthly relationships because our focus becomes him. Oh my God. My focus don't become the relationship. My focus becomes him. So I'm going to rely on the faith, on the strength of the Holy Spirit. My God. For if we are in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision means absolutely anything. But only faith. Come on, y'all. Only faith. My God, this is so powerful. Only faith activated. Remember, I told you, faith has action so associated with it. Only faith. Faith activated and expressed and working through love. Come on, y'all. Only faith activated and expressed and working through love. So the mind of his flesh that pursues sin is not going to act through love. Come on now. The mind of the flesh and his sin is not going to act through love. The mind of the flesh is hostile towards God. Thank you for liberation this morning. Thank you for freedom this morning. So all the little isms and the little schisms and the little things that you've been operating in to protect yourself. Come on now. That'll make you hostile. My God, if you're hostile to God, you're going to be hostile towards people. My God, if I'm hostile towards God, My God, I'm going to be hostile towards people. My God, because I'm only going to be able to love people at the capacity and in the way in which I love God. My God. So it says the mind of the flesh, which is simple, sinful pursuit, is actively hostile to God. It does not submit itself to God's law since it cannot. The flesh don't submit to God's law. The flesh only submits to the flesh. And those who are in the flesh living a life that caters to sinful appetites and impulses cannot please God. Let me skip back over here for a second. I feel you, Holy Spirit. My God. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Woo! The Lord is working a new heart in us. He's working a new thing in us. We are not going to be hostile in our flesh. Woo! Let me go over. Oh, my God, I thank you for this. <laughs> so it says, um, for we are not relying on the law, but through the strength and power of the Holy Spirit by faith, we are waiting confidently for the hope of righteousness, the completion of our salvation. For if we are in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor circumcision, uncircumcision means anything, but only faith activated, expressed, and working through love. You are running the race well. Who has interfered? Interfered. Oh, that's a good question to ask ourselves this morning. Who or what? (laughs) Who or what? Who has interfered and prevented you from obeying the truth? What in my deep-seated belief system? What lies has the enemy told me? What lies have I believed myself? What lies am I living in? Who, what, who, it says, who has interfered and prevented you from obeying the truth? Who who has prevented you or interfered with you walking in love? Who has prevented you or interfered with you walking in faith? My God, my God. And when we say who, my God, we talking about People, just people. Because remember, the word tells us we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Holy Spirit, your resurrection power. He said we wrestle not against flesh and blood. 
That ain't what you're wrestling against. You're wrestling against a principality. You're wrestling against some dark places, baby. You're wrestling against something that doesn't want your marriage to work. You're wrestling against something that wants you and your kids to fall out. You're wrestling against something that don't want your family soul whole, healed, and delivered. You're wrestling against something that don't want you to walk in your purpose. You're wrestling against something that don't want you to love God with your whole heart. You're wrestling against something that doesn't want you to keep your mind on things above. You're wrestling on something against something that's trying to disturb your peer thinking. You're wrestling against something that's trying to keep you from focusing on your lovely report. You're wrestling against something that's trying to disturb your peace. It don't want you to have the peace that passes all understanding. You're wrestling against something that keeps you from understanding God is your provider because he said he would supply all your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. You're wrestling against something that's trying to disturb, my God, heaven from being activated in your life. My God, you're wrestling against something that's greater than you. You're wrestling against something, my God, come on now. My God, you wrestling. And when I say greater than you, I'm not talking about greater than you. You than greater than, that's about your future. That's about your bloodline. That's about your generations. Come on now. It's coming for something deeper. It's coming for something greater. It's trying to disturb your healing. It's trying to, it, it don't want you to be the first person in your family to live till death do us part. Come on now. My God, it's a for in, for in, it says you are running away swell who has interfered and prevented you from obeying the truth he said this deceptive my god we don't, here it is we drawing a line in the sand he said this deceptive persuasion Woo! this deceptive persuasion this lie that you bought into my god he said this deceptive persuasion is not somebody say this deceptive persuasion is not from him who called you to freedom in Christ Jesus. My God, this deception, per, deceptive persuasion is not of God. Woo! Remember, Jesus said, He, I didn't come. I'm, I'm not the thief. I'm not the thief. I came so you can have life. He said, this deceptive persuasion is not from God. My God. We got to wrap this thing up. He says, a little leaven. A slight inclination to error. Just a little bit of flesh. <laughs> just a little bit of your flesh in this thing. It don't take but just a little bit of flesh. Another part of the scripture say little foxes spoil the whole vine. Just a little, just a little bit of flesh. Can I tell you something, woman of God? It is not God's design. Um, people be like, well, my marriage didn't start out right. Can I tell you what God is? God is a God of calling it. My God, God is a God of covenant. God is a God of covenant. He's a God of covenant. And even if, can I tell you something? There's so much, can I say that all the same? And even if your last marriage ended in divorce, my God, there is grace for you. And God is a God of covenant for you too. Come on now. God is a God of covenant. My God, I love God. It says, you were running the race well. It says, a little leaven, a slight inclination to error, or a few false teachers leavens the whole batch. It pers pers perverts the concept of faith and misleads the church. Just a little bit of buy-in to the flesh perverts this whole thing. Just a little bit of buy-in that I feel like I got to handle this on my own perverts the whole thing. You ain't got to take care of this. It says, I have confidence in you, the Lord, that you adopt no other view contrary to mine on the matter. But the one who is disturbing you, whoever he is, will have to bear the penalty. My God. Oh my God. My God. My God. Let me skip over. I just want to give you this. I want to say, it says, but for the, for, <laughs> for the whole law concerning human relationships is fulfilled in one precept. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. That is, you shall have unselfish concern for others and do things for their benefits. Ooh! But if you bite and devour one another, if you bite, if I keep biting, if I keep devouring one another, if I keep bickering in strife, watch out that along with your entire fellowship, 
you will be consumed by each other. Oh, if we keep bickering, if we keep biting, if we keep devouring one another, my God, it's going gonna, it's gonna to mess up the whole fellowship. Your kids going to be off. Come on, y'all. Your workplace going to be off. It's going gonna, it's gonna to break up the whole fellowship. We got the body of Christ going to be off. My God, we got to learn how to get in fellowship. He says, he says, but I say walk habitually. Come on now. In the Holy Spirit. Seek him and be responsive to his guidance. Woo! And then you will certainly. Woo! So I say certainly. You will certainly not carry out the desire of the sinful nature, which responds impulsively. My God. Your sinful nature is impulsive. It don't stop and think, which responds impulsively without regard for God and his precepts. It responds compulsively. Your sinful nature is a compulsive beast. You know, I, I don't even know how I just, I just blew up on them. That's your sinful nature. That's, a, that's your sinful nature. Your sinful nature responds compulsively, impulsively without regard for God and his precepts. For the sinful nature has its desire, which is opposed to the spirit. Come on now. The sinful nature is opposed to the spirit. And the desire of the spirit opposes the sinful nature. They always going to be at war. Remember we learned the scripture the other day? Anytime you bring heaven into something, it's going to disrupt and disturb the atmosphere. But that don't mean you back down. My God. That thing, that assignment against your family, that assignment against your marriage, that assignment against your purpose, that assignment against your children, the assignment has been to wear you out. You got to act like Paul did in Acts in the name of Jesus. Come on, y'all. It's a, it's a, it says, the spirit opposes the sinful nature. For these two, the sinful nature and the spirit are in direct opposition of each other. They are continually in conflict. That's why in... When you have pressed in, seemed like more war broke out. You pressed in in prayer, seemed like more war broke out. You pressed in your circumstances, seemed like pressed in in prayer for work, seemed like more war broke out. Well, the spirits and the flesh are uh, uh, in conflict, right? The point is so that you as believers do not always do whatever good things you want to do. That's the whole assignment. So that you as believers won't always do good things. <laughs> so that you as believers won't. The whole assignment is to wear you out. So that you will not continue to do good things. So that you will not continue to do good them, to them that hurt you. To, so that you will not continue to act like God and imitate God in your relationship. So that you can become a nagging wife. So that you can become an overbearing mother. So that you can operate according to and gratify your flesh. Come on. It says, but if you are guided and led by the spirit, you're not subject to the law. Can I just give you these and we're going to get out of here. Now the practice of the sinful nature are clearly evident. There are sexual immorality, impurity sensuality, total irresponsibility, lack of self-control, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, dispute, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, riotous behavior, and other things. I warn you beforehand, just as I did previously, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit, somebody say the fruit of the Spirit, <laughs> is the result of His presence within me, which is love, unselfish concern for others, joy, <laughs> which is inner peace. My God, patience, not the ability to wait, but how we act while we're waiting. Woo! Not the ability, just the ability to wait, but how we act like we're waiting. Kindness goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against these, there are no law. And those who belong to Christ, Jesus, have crucified the sinful nature together with its passions and its appetites. If we claim to live by the Holy Spirit, we must also 
walk by the Spirit with personal integrity, godly character, and moral courage. Our conduct empowered by the Holy Spirit. Say that. I got to be empowered by the Holy Spirit. We must not be in, come, become conceited, challenging, or provoking one another, or envying one another. My God. Woo! And this is the same spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead that lives in us. My God. He who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who lives in you. This is one of the reasons that we should be praying daily. And when I'm ending on this note, Ephesians 1, and I pray that the eyes of my heart, we we worried about other people's heart, but I'm praying that the eyes of my heart, the very center and core of my being, be enlightened, flooded with light by the Holy Spirit so that I will know and cherish the hope, the divine guarantee, the confident expectation to which he has called me according to the riches of his glorious inheritance. Say that I am God's inheritance. Woo! I am God's inheritance right? I am God's people so that you will begin to know what the immeasurable, unlimited, and surpassing greatness of his active spiritual power who is in us who believes. These are in accordance with the working of his mighty strength, my God, which he produced in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him in his own right hand in heavenly places far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, far above every name that is named above every title that can be conferred, not only in this age and this world, but also in the one to come. And he put all things in every realm and every subjection under Christ's feet and appointed him as supreme authoritative head over all things in the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills and completes all things. Speak this over yourself. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. My God, I decree and declare that the fire of God is burning up any chaff in your life today. In Jesus name. Amen. I decree and declare that the power of God is evident in your marriage today. I decree and declare, my God, that the fire of God, my God, is burning up and destroying all strongholds. My God, in Jesus' name, amen. Well, that's it. We out of time. Welcome to Coffee and Conversations. I didn't even get to see that. If you are new here, we are so happy to worship with you. We are a community of believers. We are just growing in grace, trying to become more like Jesus. Just growing in grace, trying to become more like Jesus. My God. Holy Spirit, do a greater work in us. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, we're learning how to imitate our Father. My God, and if we're going to learn how to imitate our Father, we're not going to put our eyes on everybody else. We're going to put our eyes on ourselves. Because I don't tell you how to imitate our Father. My God, I see folk. I focus. I focus on our Father in the name of Jesus. Oh, Tina is sharing her testimony. I need to tell you this real quick, and we're going to get out of here because I love to share testimonies. Um, the other day, I did not tell you who we were praying for. We were praying for Tina McFadden's brother, I mean mother, and we had declared that there was no evidence of brain tumor, that the brain tumor was drying up and falling off. Remember, they had said her tumor was growing back. Well, when she went back to the doctor for further evaluation, I see miracles. I see signs. I see wonders. When she went back, there was no tumor. <laughs> Woo! There was no, there is no, there's no tumor there. There's no, tu there's no tumor there. There's no tumor. There's no, y'all, y'all should be, 
Y'all should be running in your house. Y'all should be jumping up and down. Y'all should be screaming. When they went back, there's no, baby, there's no tumor. There's no evidence of a tumor. Mama ain't got no tumor. Mama ain't gonna have no tumor. My God, the evidence of Jesus. Come on, y'all. That's a celebration. There's no tumor there. There's no tumor. They had just told them the tumor is growing back. She went back. There's no tumor there. Woo! Glory to God. It's gone. They don't see what they thought they saw. My God, the power of God is so evident. There's no tumor there. So Father God, now we thank you for restoring her eyesight. Whatever this is that's trying to destroy her eyesight, we come against it right now in the name of Jesus. Ooh, let me get out of here. We come against it right now in the name of Jesus. Whatever it is trying to destroy or come against her eyesight right now, we come against it in the name of Jesus. Sclera, we command you to get in line with the word of God. Tear ducts, we command you to get in line with the word of God. Cornea, we decree and declare that you are cleansed and clear in the name of Jesus. Iris, we command you to get in line with the word of God. Pupil, we command you to get in line with the word of God. Her eyelashes, her top lid, her lower lid, her bottom lid. We command you to get in line. The retina, the macula, the fovea, the optic nerve, the optic nerve head, the vitreous body, the reticulous muscle, the suspensory ligament, the ciliary body, the conjunctivia, the aqueous humor. My God, the anterior chamber, the posterior chamber. Chamber, we command you to get in line today. We command you to line up, line upon line, precept upon precept, according to the word of God in Jesus' name. Amen. Be healed and be set free in the name of Jesus. We command every part of our eyes to function according to the way the Lord intended them to function in Jesus' name. Amen. Two things and we out of here. Two things. Thank y'all for your patience this morning. Two things. Two things and we're out of here. One, if the Lord places it on your heart to partner with this ministry. My God. My God. To partner with this ministry. If the Lord places it on your heart to partner with this ministry, to get involved, to become invested in this ministry, to be our community partner, go to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. Click the button there. My God. Lord, I thank you for the power of Jesus being evident in Mama McFadden's life. In Jesus' name, amen. My God, in the name of Jesus, we speak to whatever that is trying to prevent her sight. My God, you said you would give eyesight to the blind. We drive out every force of darkness. We thank you, Father God, that our eyes can see. My God, in Jesus' name, amen. Woo! That's it. Go over to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com, and give there or cash app us, dollar sign, LMJ Ministry. Father God, bless the giving of your people. Multiply, increase them. My God. Father, I thank you that they have favor with you and God and man. My God, multiplication and increase be on their life, Father God. You said you would give seed to the sower. Bless those that do not have, but have a desire to give. In Jesus' name, amen. My second thing to you is if you've not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, this is the most, this is how you're going to get control over this flesh. This is how your marriage going to win. This is how you're getting ready to transform your life. This is how you're getting ready to change your bloodline. You're getting ready to accept Jesus Christ. My God, you're getting ready to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Even if you've already accepted to him, but you've been in this backslidden state. We're going to go on and reset this thing today. So do me a favor and repeat after me, dear Jesus. Ooh, I feel the power of God on this this morning. Dear Jesus, I've sinned against you. I'm sorry for my sins. I'm asking you to come into my heart and take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, do me a favor. <laughs> send us an email at info at justbeinglmj.com and let us send us send you some materials and pray for you. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you. I love you.
But guess what? God loves you so much more. Now do me a favor. Go be loved today. Oh, I feel the power of God today. Go be loved today. In Jesus' name. Also, I need to be obedient to the Holy Spirit. If you have introduced anything in your marriage that is not of God, right? Do I have to get into the details? Pornography, all these other things. If there's anything that's coming to your marriage that's not of God, if you're not sure if it's of God, go to the Word of God. When people try to tell you, oh, God's not bothered by those things, go to the Word of God. God, is this something that should be in my marriage, whether it's pornography, whether it's an open marriage, whatever it is, go to God and just say, you know what, Lord, I did not have the wisdom. I did not understand. I was still living according to my flesh. Repent of that thing so those yokes can be destroyed and that hole can be taken off your bedroom. If you've introduced anything in your bedroom, go on and repent for that. And go on and get free. Ask the Lord, is this something that should be even involved in my marriage? And guess what? You'll take power back from the devil. We can't give him no ground. We can't give him no leverage. We can't give him no place to work in, right? So we got to take back authority from him by living in righteousness. My God, and honoring a marriage that honors Jesus Christ. I'll see y'all back in the morning. Uh, 5 a.m. Hey, um, tomorrow we will, Lord. Yes, we will have if. We will have another chapter of if at 12 noon. Don't forget, go over to the website, get connected. I'll see y'all. I love y'all. Thank y'all for your patience this morning. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all for who y'all are. My God. My God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. We love you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.